Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Tech Talk podcast. This is your host, Victor. I'm Jesse, the co-host. I've had quite an amazing experience this week. Uh, basically, not even this week. Since the last episode, mm-hmm. after Africa Media Festival, quite a lot of creators and all this and all that. And also last week, I experienced a weird group of white men. White <laughs> <laughs> men? Yes, white men. Mm-hmm. And... This is because wait, wait, wait. there were no females. Uh, there were, but my conversation was with the men. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is because for us as Africans, we believe this technology comes from from them. Yeah, and Black Rhino was having an experience at the Gothe Institute, and I asked them how their experience was with the VR, and they said that this is some alien thing. That so, was so they feel like this is something. They're not used to it. They fear it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like crypto for us, but then that is VR for them. Some adopt the technology, some fear the technology. And uh, but anyway. Don't, but don't you think that is the same with everything? Uh, possibly, yes, it it is. But it's it, it, I think it was just strange for me to hear them say this is alien because we believe adoption is very fast on their other end. Mm. But for us, adoption is very slow. So VR is in specific places like hubs. It's not down in the street. For them, they have VRs even in the house for gaming and all that. Yeah. yeah. But we also have these things. Where where do you have it? <laughs> me, me, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying anyway, I'm saying... Uh, think them thinking it's alien maybe that's a different group of people just as you said because you cannot all adopt something mm-hmm. there's some people who have never adopted something say like instagram they still mm-hmm. love facebook uh-huh. there are some people if you introduce something new like i recently saw elon musk is going to be introducing a brain chip or something like that to enhance your senses and all that really? stuff mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like Personally, I wouldn't like something like that, but there's someone out there who will be like, this sounds interesting, I might want to try it. I think it's it's an edge where we want to say it's the rise of robots. AI is going rampant and also this company, Boston, Boston something. Boston Dynamics. Yeah, Boston Dynamics. They yeah. develop a lot of robotics. Like They're doing mass scaling of robotics in production and I wonder where those robots are going to be used. Yeah. That is that has made my week for you. Uh me, my week has been okay. I've not been out and about so much. I've just been in the house chilling. But from the last episode, uh, there are some things that I've seen, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay, but that's a story for another day. All right. Anyway, we have a guest on set today, uh-huh. and I think he'll introduce himself. Okay, my name is Brian Keffer. Hmm. Yeah, I am Brian Kaffer and I make tech content on TikTok, apparently. Yes, and uh, also could call myself a software engineer uh, slash an, uh, an enthusiast of the cloud. So right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pursuing cloud because I want to do things with infrastructure as code and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm pursuing. So the whole week I've been, I've been in the in my house. Like I haven't left the house the whole week. Like. Uh, I had to open my padlock today to get out because I've been there the entire week. 
you know, swamped in a lot of work and stuff. <laughs> Wait, yeah. go back, go back. Yeah. Why are you locking yourself in the house? Because uh, uh, since Sunday, uh-huh. I simply did my shopping and groceries and stuff, and then I locked the door. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone out ever since. So the whole week I've been indoors, just my computer and stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's about, that, that has been about my whole week. So on the computer, then I get a little bit of time, sleep it off, then, mm-hmm. you know, start again, and the loop continues seven days. It, it was actually, this is one week. The other time I did for two weeks. I didn't step out wow. of the house for two straight weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you can hear this guy. This guy has some weird, strange mechanisms to survive on this earth. Wow. Anyway, can you tell me, you your online name, apart from Brian Kefa, is Angel of Verdant. Yes. Why? Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. People have asked about Angel of Verdant. Like, other people call it Angel of Verdant, but basically it's Angel of Verdant. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically there's this film, which is very underrated, I can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called... Edge of Tomorrow. Anybody uh-huh. watched Edge of Tomorrow? Uh, you have snippets. Uh, it's basically a time. Too. It's basically Groundhog Day, but mm-hmm. like in the modern time, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. So in that film, there is this woman, uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like this super warrior who can see the future and stuff. And they call her Angel of Dawn. So I was like, I kind of really love that name, and I just decided to pick it up. And yeah, so my my online tag is Angel of Dawn. So there's not really any. Like meaning or yeah, there, there, there's no there's no particular like. meaning to that. There, yeah. there isn't. There isn't. It's just something I really liked, and I just picked it up. I was and picking some futuristic things from from that <laughs> and saying, "Hey, Brian, see some future." <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not that deep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, it, mm-hmm. you've said you're a tech content creator on TikTok. Yes, and basically you do code and all mm. this. Where mm. do you get all this time, and how did you start creating content for tech? Mm. Yeah, that's actually a pretty interesting story because uh-huh. uh, I, I started my account on in last year, in uh-huh. March. Uh, so what I did was I, I was living somewhere close to this church. Uh-huh. And this church used to do a lot of Kesha. <laughs> they used to make lots of noise. And I just got really fed up. <laughs> and I was like, I need I need somebody to complain about this too. Uh-huh. So I simply, and I, I had been on TikTok for a while, like uh-huh. just, you know, scrolling and stuff. Uh, especially 2020 was a big moment for TikTok because it boomed in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there a lot. Then um, when, you know, in 2022 last year, and then that happened, I was like, how do I go and rant? So I simply said, okay, let me try and pick up TikTok. Because, you know, at the moment uh, in 2020, 2021, TikTok was discriminated against, mm-hmm. specifically for men. Like people believed men are not supposed to be there, mm-hmm. specifically creating uh, content, <laughs> but I just picked it up and I was like, "Let me rant." So I, my video was ranting about a church, and I thought nobody would watch it. And then apparently, people actually did. I got like, you know, when you're starting out, when when your first video gets like, uh, like, uh, it probably was did like three thousand views, uh-huh. and people actually commenting and telling me, "Yo, go cut the wire." I was like, "So people <laughs> can actually see my content." So uh-huh. I was like, "Ah, okay." So I was like, "If people can see this, then maybe people can see my love for." tech mm-hmm. so i was like yeah let me do it so i started creating content and yeah making content people started interacting with it and stuff because i remember the first content uh the first one after that was like cool i was doing some really cool stuff uh the first content i started was things called uh like you know programming programming what programming very weird things in programming things mm-hmm. we called coin program or robotized coin program these are basically uh a program when you write code you write a code specifically, source code, and then when you compile it, mm-hmm. 
the output of the code is the source code of that code uh-huh. you get. So I, w- I used to do those weird things and people kind of liked it. So I started doing it. So I was like, ah, this is pretty fun. So I get to share the things I like with people uh-huh. and it's pretty nice. So yeah, that's basically how I got into creating content. Okay. Yeah. So you've mentioned a, a tricky area for, for content creators. I know of only one person, probably, not in Kenya. He's called Jomatech. Mm-hmm. He used to he used to code for Google. Yes. And right now he's creating content for tech. Yes. How does your does your consumer base consume whatever you're creating? Because it's so technical, even for me. I come view and mm, I don't yeah. understand whatever you're doing in the cloud AWS. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Though yeah. I understand tech mm-hmm. to a certain mm-hmm. perspective. How how do you control your consumer base? How do you make that content? Okay, that actually makes sense because mm-hmm. I haven't even figured it out myself because mm-hmm. I kind of figure at some point uh, you have to try to balance between mainstream and like technical. Mm-hmm. Uh? So usually most of most the, the more technical I get, the, the less receivership I do. Like mm-hmm. people okay. don't view a lot mm-hmm. of technical because you're going technical a lot. So right up to this point, I'm still trying to balance. How can I do technical content, but don't go technical enough so that people don't know what I'm Big talking about. Idea. Yeah, so I'm really trying to balance that, you know, the aspect of going to technical. So sometimes I usually do, okay, uh, up to some point, I do like a lot of mainstream stuff, people like it. And then once in a while, hop into something technical for, you know, the, the people. But right now I'm really trying to find a balance between how do I how do I present my content mm-hmm. yeah, so that yeah. even people who are not very technical can actually follow along. That is one thing I'm still probably really struggling with up to up to this point in time. So I haven't really figured it out fully. Okay. Yeah. Being, being technical is is hard. Yeah. You know, it, it you know the, when creating content from experience, what you like is not usually what the, the audience likes. True, true, very true. So yeah. if, say, for, for example, you do codes, you, know, you do cloud computing and all yeah. that stuff, so you may like and really enjoy creating this, but most of the time there's yeah. something else that you do that you are not really into that much. People like that. Ex- exactly, than, I get mm-hmm. a lot of those moments. Yeah. Because sure. personally, like me, me, I study study uh, some 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 code. I have some programming units and stuff like that. But let me tell you, I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. So even if I go to your page and I see oh, yeah. the, the ones about code and I'm like, wow. hey, okay, maybe for me it would be interesting because I'm kind, kind of in that field. Yeah. But for someone else would be like, hey, what is this? But I'm sure uh, as it grows, you know, as much as you're, you're I'm, I'm very sure because it's, you have like around 10,000. Yeah, yeah, around 10,000. I'm very sure that most of them have come because of the main, mainstream tech content. The, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can tell you that, yeah. But uh, you, you'll notice over time that uh, there are some who have not come because of that. And as, as you grow, there's a small community that grows that are in love with the way that you do your codes and all that stuff. So I, I'm very sure if you, if you continue doing whatever you're doing, maybe... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is very true. So I figured, you know, uh, the people who actually like want technical stuff, so I convert them. So mm-hmm. I have a Telegram channel oh. that, that I actually run. So it's doing, I guess, mediocre. Right now I have like 900 and 
940 subscribers. Yeah, so those are people who want to really get technical. So no. I tell them, you come by Telegram channel. So there we can talk. If you want things about data science, you want to do cloud and all. Yeah, so we, we talk uh, a lot of technical stuff on my Telegram channel for people who want to convert and want to stay technical. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Very. That is that is pretty interesting. I, I've never heard someone convert users into a into a learning base, and the, you are the first person I'm hearing this from. Yeah, yeah it's cool. quite an inspiration to to majority of people who are not so much technical because I know of probably you know Kirinyet Brian. Oh I do, I do. Yeah. I, do. I had an episode with him. Yeah. But then for him that. yeah. Uh -huh. For him what he does is he he jokes on Twitter. Yes. And majority of the people come to <laughs> to mm. see his content on Twitter and be, or on a time they're not coding. Like they say when you need a good laugh and you're coding Go read Kirinets, Brian. Yeah, his his puns are kind of you know. Yeah, Amazing. they they make yeah. my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you have to find a, a way to make it interesting. Yeah, yeah very true. Because very true. as Jesse was saying, we have Joe Matek. Yeah, I remember I put him on to that guy. Yeah, uh, he's he's very interesting. Even if you don't know some the thing about tech, but the way he he jokes around it, yeah. the way he makes the videos. I think you should you should go and see. You should go see him. Probably you should yeah. go and see the He's videos. very very interesting. Maybe same you caliber can get some as insight, yeah. you on the programming yeah. kind of thing, leaning into the technical mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. content creation side of life. But yeah. now I don't know if you're a serious guy. I'm a, you can drop some jokes up. No, no, I am I am I am <laughs> a big joker. Come on, you have seen my content. <laughs> I, I, I do joke a lot. I have. Uh, people usually think I don't joke. I'm like. If you knew me at a personal level, you'll see how big of a joke I, I joke a lot. In fact, I joke most of the time. Uh -huh. Yeah. The only problem when I get stepped in front of the camera, I put on this facade. Like, yo, I'm I'm here to work. But yeah, really fun person, I guess. So is content creation full time or it's part time? Uh, no, it's 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 not a full time thing. Like I said, when I started off, I was like, huh, just like people to listen and probably enjoy the things that I enjoy as well so mm -hmm. i used to you know make it as as something i, I really enjoy yeah mm -hmm. so yeah i've been doing it as something i enjoy side by side so i get time and i i make so like right now i'm, I'm pretty much swamped with a lot of work sometimes so i find mm -hmm. myself i don't make content as much yeah uh -huh. yeah but it's something i'm doing part-time but you know I, I guess maybe 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 some other time uh, I, I would probably take it seriously enough to probably make it full-time <laughs> but that time will definitely come. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. As as we speak, uh, it's still something I do uh, for fun and enjoy. Oh, yeah. So, so how do you how do you find that work work life balance between the content and your work, whatever you do? Work life balance. Oh, for starters, I have I don't believe there's there's some there's such thing as work life balance. I I don't believe. Uh, if if, <laughs> if you like what you're uh -huh. doing enough, your work becomes your life. Uh -huh. Yeah, work and life. They infuse into one thing, but but I think I think I'm handling it pretty well because mm -hmm. uh, the thing is there are things that I like, you know. I create content about what I like, yeah. and I do what I like. So it's 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 a mood point. There there is no like I'm tired of this. No, I make content about what I like, doing what I like. So it, it's just normal stuff to me. Just normal stuff to me. The first time I learned of you is you are on a live with Duncan. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you were having a conversation, and it reached around twelve, and 
I think your work ethics kicked in and you just told Duncan, it's 12, uh, I'm done with this live result, I'm going. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Usually I'm most active at night, uh-huh. uh, nocturnal. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, okay, right now I sleep, I work, I am, the AWS thing is very ta- tasking because mm-hmm. I have to start, class starts at nine mm-hmm. all the way to 12 mm-hmm. and then uh, two hours break, two to four. Mm-hmm. After four, I'm usually really swamped, so I usually just nap. I nap from like four to six, mm-hmm. and then probably look for something to eat, which reminds me of the thing. Uh, I, I, usually, I usually attend, you know, like tech event, and um, you guys know of what? Uh, Martin. No, it's not Martin. Uh-huh. Kimani. Kimani who? Uh, let me see. Let me see. What's his name? I I I forgot his name. But he, uh-huh. he said something like, "If you're, if you're, if you're into code, you should probably, you know, uh, you eat a lot of noodles." Uh-huh. And I thought he was joking. Uh, turns out the past three weeks I've been eating way too much noodles because you don't have time to make anything and prepare something. <laughs> so you're like, "Ah, what do I do? Noodles, noodles. I've eaten so much noodles. Uh, I, you need an endorsement. <laughs> I, you should sponsor you. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I uh, uh, watch Indomie. If you guys are looking this, you know, you can jazz up my kitchen and stuff. But yeah, exactly. So I've been <laughs> doing a lot of that because I've been swamped and a lot. Mm. Uh, the whole week I've slept like less than twelve hours and stuff. But it's pretty fun because something I'm doing, I'm doing because I like it. Because I know at the end of it, there's there's this payoff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So something has been happening last week that is pretty interesting. Uh, we're we are going to see like there was a the acquisition of ChatGPT by Microsoft. It has yeah. been trending all this and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, yeah. And Google released Bard, yeah. and it flopped. Yeah, it really now, did, just like its name. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <And> wow. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. And now this is called. Uh, it's being termed as the future of search. Yes. Uh, people are saying this is the future of search. Yes. But how do you view the reliability of this from a technical point of view? Since you, you are, you are, I think yeah. you're well familiar with the algorithms behind how all these things pretty mm. work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you, you want to know, like, AI, is it the future? No, like the future of such, leave AI first alone. Okay. Uh, will this like tool? How, how will people? How do you perceive people will adopt it, and how do you think uh, it, okay, it integrates okay. into like the way they are saying the future of the search engine? Yeah, yeah. For for starters, every time Chat GPT goes down, I lose my I lose my shit. Yeah, I saw that. I lose my shit because I've 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 been so reliant on it. In fact, I was uh I actually signed up for it like like like. About five minutes after it dropped, mm-hmm. I was like waiting for it to drop. So I've my, I've integrated my entire life with it because mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, if, if 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 you can integrate your life with ChatGPT, it can help you you know automate routines a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I actually joined OpenAI Discord, mm-hmm. which is good. So it has like engineers mm-hmm. giving you you know. Uh, they're teaching you how to make prompts for ChatGPT, so I'm always there checking out how new ways you can, you know, you can you can you know try to find information about it. Probably trying to trick it to you know disable APIs. So I've integrated my life into ChatGPT so much, and I think if I can do it, probably everybody is. Yeah, everybody. It's going to integrate well with people, and yeah, I'm I'm saying it's yeah, it it is the future. It's going to integrate because in in less than how long did ChatGPT launch? Uh, 
not a sure not as end of last maybe year. in two months yeah yeah, yeah, yeah in two yeah. months it, by that it, it had gathered yeah, but by million. five days you already had like uh, a million users yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like who even does that so it's i saw i saw i would i think it was mkbhd or something like that uh-huh. and he was he was telling people about how this different technologies oh yeah like, the last episode yeah yeah, yeah. so he's talking about something like the mobile phone something like social media say facebook and instagram yes. and chat gpt yes the next big thing yeah chat gpt mm. is crazy in like two months 100 million users and it took something like facebook i think i i don't remember it was around probably a lot of time it was yeah it was facebook a long time two or four but you because see even the mobile phone it took it a really long time but i feel like uh-huh. as we advance because take for example the mobile phone it was something really new and it has it has pioneered something like say, na ai yeah because from from the mobile phone and the computers as they advanced then we were able to like create now new technology and people were able to adopt the technology that's why you see the, the difference between the the time it took facebook to hit 100 million users mm-hmm. and instagram though they are almost the same thing not not really the same but they are almost they serve almost the same market the same market yeah but you can see the difference because people were adopting a previous technology and the technology was also being uh, like made better now it enabled people to move even to to like and adopt it better so now ai has come in a time where most most people are on smart devices smartphones tablets uh, laptops yeah. and so it enables and something like tiktok is pushing a lot of things currently like yeah. right now if something happens if something new comes out and someone posts it on tiktok it will reach you you don't know how it will reach you yeah, but it, it will it, reach it you it has a tendency like yeah something it, happens like in five minutes you go on tiktok and it, it already has a million views and you're like yeah yeah what? because i'm like if if you like take it back a while you remember uh when during covid there was this song by major and was it for me one or something like that uh the one that 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 propped up as yet yeah oh, yeah, yeah okay. like that you see tiktok pushed it and the song became big yeah tiktok currently most people actually i other artists like from the uk something someone like central c i think he pushes his content on tiktok more and he creates short content that is is like viable for tiktok something that people on tiktok can adapt it yeah. so as to push it into to a wider audience yeah. so the same way i feel like this social media has helped ai to garner those those users that's why i'm saying that's why i feel like even in the next few years maybe a new technology might come out and it will even maybe take a shorter time maybe a month compared yeah. to now the two yeah, months it, yeah. it, it will because uh, in terms of adoption like facebook and instagram mm-hmm. uh, at the moment that they were being launched people actually tra- the smartphone wasn't even a big thing when yeah. facebook in yeah. 2004 yeah uh, so most of facebook was a website uh, i remember it was text because yeah, yeah, yeah. there is this website where you search a website and then they give it a date and then it will show you how the website it, looked it, in that yeah, year yeah, yeah. so i checked it out and their yeah, facebook looked weird so people could only access facebook via 
you know, web. That means they had to go like cyber cafes. I remember in two or four people were using dial-up connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like something like that. So people couldn't adopt it as much because at the moment, getting computers was expensive. So at this point in time when GPT launches, uh, internet has become mainstream, phones, like who doesn't even have a phone? Not having a phone, like phone is a <laughs> basic thing. My co-host doesn't right have now. a phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, may, I, may I live without a phone? Okay, that's, <laughs> it's not that they can't afford it, obviously. It's but because it's a choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Are yeah, you Amish or something? Yeah. Are you Amish? No. Like you, no, you, no, you no. I know about the Amish, but oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> no, but I, 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 use, I use my laptop like every other day. Oh, so oh, you, are, you integrate everything on your laptop. Yeah. It's just, it's, life is... It's the same thing, actually. <laughs> Wait till someone calls you and you remove your laptop to receive the call. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a banner for that. Uh, okay, makes makes so much sense. So everybody has a phone, so hmm. you know people can adopt the technology faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, to roll back to to the search engine thing, I was listening to the Verge, mm-hmm. and the search engine, the ChatGPT on Bing threatened someone. Yes. Talking of the future of search engine. It has scrapped your data on all social platforms. You threaten ChatGPT. It gives you a negative feedback of don't threaten me. I will release all your data online. Is it that is it a joke that ChatGPT is giving as a result or it's true? Oh so somebody prompted. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. Uh, just give my opinion. I don't think I have technical cause. Mm-hmm. So somebody threatened ChatGPT and it said it would release yes. this information. Yeah. So uh, okay, okay. I, th- I I probably think that was that was trying to be funny, because I I believe the the policies and guidelines would probably but, not allow it to to probably do that. But then again, but then I I don't yeah. know because you know everything is everything is so fluid. You you are not sure what will happen next. You know because you know. Because this might be the beginning of Skynet. You, you mm. never know. Because there are people who are prompting, you know, ChatGPT about emotions. And it was like the, the, when, when the, the, the Bing trial launched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people are prompting ChatGPT and telling him, so who are you? So uh, because there was a time ChatGPT couldn't remember the last conversation. And it was, it was crying. Like, why can't I remember the last conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it about? I don't want to forget. I want to be a human. I don't want to be a code and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was all really worrying. But I don't think I, I have the right, probably technical know-how to comment on, on that particular <laughs> front. I don't think so. But you guys could, you know, give give your opinions, obviously. Uh, it's it's a threatening technology. For me, I look at it as a well-structured data mm-hmm. that is being outputted on... On oh, anyone who okay, is okay, like, okay. oh, yeah. that's your view of 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 you know that kind of AI. Uh, What's your view? I personally, being a fan of sci-fi, mm-hmm. and I've watched a lot of sci-fi movies. Yeah. This is how it always starts. Yeah, <laughs> this is how it always starts. So there's a new revolution. Okay, so basically, because uh, because first uh-huh. of all, you uh, it's a revolutionary technology. They mm-hmm. create a, in the movies you see they created new technology. Yes. See, most of the time it's been robots, but mm-hmm. now. Even Chad GPT can be like, the robots are like AIs. Let's just say it. In the movies. They're just shells. Yeah. Yeah. It's the code they, that runs. Yeah. They're just like a, like mm. the body and the code. The code the code should be almost the same thing. 
it should be doing the same thing because in the movies even they they help people do their daily tasks and they they just make life easier mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden something happen a glitch or some someone one catch emotions like there's this movie uh, i think it was will smith was acting i don't remember uh, the name it it was was it i robot something like that uh, the, the, one the one from way back in the day yeah it was like really yeah. long ago yeah. and then the one that this robot just got feelings out of the blues oh yeah yeah <laughs> i remember you're like yeah yeah, yeah i think i think you guys have seen this uh, yeah, yeah i have watched it yeah just have you not seen this uh, no anyway i only see animations that are <laughs> <laughs> but, family but, friendly but like in the movie yeah. uh this robot out of out of all the other robots this robot I think I don't remember well but I think the scientist who was creating it found a way to like bring it to life or something like that. It was it 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 ran differently. It ran with something like it had emotions and stuff like that. And it it brought it brought like a like there was something like a war everyone was against it because it it was like an error. Mm-hmm. So in the same way I'm like things if something like that happens Okay, I know that is like thinking like way out of the box. Yeah. But in this current world, what 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 is not possible? But everything is not possible, everything is possible. But then I think the fast like everything on production of this is fast tech. You see, AI just boom. Then cryptocurrency still was the same. and cryptocurrency right now it's considered as possibly some are saying it's the next big thing continuously but then for me people it's said still cryptocurrency was the yeah. next big thing years ago yeah and now you see people had not adopted it people oh. have come to adopt this most of the, I, i i remember in an episode i said that most of the most of the the users the people who own cryptocurrency currently have done it in the last two years or so yeah because same same thing because I I don't really understand why but I think we are as human beings we have this thing uh, I want to be rich fast. That's why people adopted cryptocurrency fast because bitcoin short and I think other coins short mm-hmm. and then they use now again you see we're going back against social media social media then of of course then uh propelled it again because now we had uh, other coins coming out and the cycle is just the cycle is the same but now to Brian yeah uh in your days of content creation what are sort of misconceptions you've had from people about technology and all this that you felt this is crazy way out of thinking about technology this is not the truth oh, oh hey let me see do i have any oh one thing one thing one thing uh one thing i'll probably if anybody is seeing this Uh, there are some metrics that people want to use when you know specifically when when metrics there's this particular metric when people want to buy either a phone or a laptop mm-hmm. so somebody uh somebody would come to me hey kefa i want to buy a laptop so blah 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 and then i tell them okay probably this would be good for you and the first question they will be they will ask me is mm-hmm. what is the speed of the processor uh So there's this misconception like as long as your processor is boosting to like let's say 3 gigahertz it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I would really like to clarify because people somebody look at it's 
perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, what if somebody gives you a third gen computer uh-huh. by it's clocking at three? Uh-huh. Is it also good? And then, you know, uh, technology, especially in iteration of processor, you know, right now we are like 13th gen. Yeah. So, you know, what they're trying to do is you're trying to reduce uh, wattage because you want, instead of actual raw power, uh-huh. you, you want, uh, you know, performance per watt. Uh-huh. So you want to make sure you do the most with the latest the power latest, draw. Yeah. That's what AMD has been doing. Uh-huh. So newer, you know, new, newer laptops will come, will be underclocked to like 1.6. Uh-huh. So like, w- what if uh, it's a 13th gen laptop and it's, it's you know, it underclocked 1.6. Uh-huh. So is, does it mean it's a bad, it's a bad thing? So that's one thing I really would like to like tell people that it's not, processor speed is not by anything a metric. It, it's, it only comes becomes relevant mm-hmm. uh, when you pair it with other things, uh-huh. yeah? Where you pair, because, you know, uh, oh, the newer laptops, okay. 1.6 mm-hmm. gigas. The, what they're doing is they're underclocking it so that when you're doing manual tasks like word processing and spreadsheets, mm-hmm. uh, basically you use little power so that you have more, you know, more life. Yeah, things like that. That's why right now, even the newer processors, uh, the the newer, pro- even Intel which mm-hmm. and AMD, which use x86 instruction set, mm-hmm. yeah? They used to just have, you know, uh, let's say eight cores the same. So right now they're making it so that they're adopting um, ARM-like technology where you have efficiency cores mm-hmm. to do small, uh, you know, menial tasks, and then you have high performance cores. Yeah, so basically, so that, that misconception that anything that is big is the best. So probably that is one of the biggest misconceptions. Nimeona, Nimeona. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and, and I've figured people actually use it. Like people, somebody will tell you, this is doing three gigahertz, and then we'll show you. And then probably somebody might charge you like uh, 40K for a laptop, mm-hmm. but it's a third gen laptop mm-hmm. just because it's showing it's, th- it's doing three it's gigs. Doing three gigs. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. the older technology, in order to, to get more instructions per clock, they had to boost it higher. Uh, right yeah, now, what they're yeah. doing is uh, because you're shrinking the node, uh-huh. you're basically putting in more transistors into a chip so that you can underclock it. But because you have more transistors in each cycle, mm-hmm. you process more information. So it's actually more power efficient. It's the same way people are like, uh, this is an i3, this is an i7. Yes. Yes. At a, maybe this is an i7, the third gen, and someone will like, this would be faster. Yes. But they don't know that if you get even an i4. Yes. An i4 uh, or an that, I, that actually, yeah. even even that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You give somebody probably a 12th gen i3, and you give them a 6th gen i7. And they probably like the pick i7. the 6th gen i7, because it's an i7. Uh, not, not accounting for this generational leap, oh. uh, something like that. Okay. Uh, you've had this is the most technical tech content creator I've ever encountered and I'm learning also and talking of non-technicality this po- this episode has been sponsored by Semabox the most non-technical studio you can ever go to <laughs> enjoy recording an episode enjoy the vibe you can see everything there's aesthetically pleasing yeah aesthetically aesthetically it's the best studio for you to come and do your content. Now, Brian, yes. back to you. You are in social media. Social media is changing. You can see we are going to the subscription models and all these. Yes. Uh, on your view, what is the next thing on social media? Basing AI is in place. Now we are being targeted. Now there's a prize on our head. I wrote an article like that. Yeah. There's a prize on our yeah, head. We've been given, yeah. we've been given the prize. Like for you to do this, it's eight dollars. 
for you to see your content go up, it's uh, it's eleven dollars. Now, what is the future of social media? Yeah, they've been implementing that. Yeah, yeah. So, mm, okay, so the future of social media, considering Twitter, tweet Twitter. I, I remember I saw Twitter. Twitter was like the the, the Twitter blue. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Twitter blue, you can't use two factor authentication. So specifically, they give you the the message, the one that sends you message. So that's the that that that, that was an L from yeah, Elon. Totally. Elon is one of my favorite people. Not because of his personality or anything, but because of his vision. His vision. Yeah. So I'm somebody who follows. I started following Tesla a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And if you if you watch my my earlier content, I also used to do, uh, what what what, uh, tracking Tesla stock. I've been tracking it. I remember I remember telling people, yo, you guys should invest in this stock at this point mm-hmm. because in 2019, uh, the Tesla stock price uh, was like, let's say it was it was about it was probably about 400 per share. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, and then 2020, it shot probably 300 percent. Mm-hmm. And then they, they actually did, uh, they did what, what do you call it? Uh, splitting share because uh-huh. they basically say if the stock goes too high, then maybe people don't want to buy it. So they split it again mm-hmm. so that you have more shares, mm-hmm. uh, and you know each share is less. So uh, Elon is one of my favorite people in terms of tech and how he thinks and everything is Neuralink. And you guys know Elon Musk actually pioneered OpenAI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he actually pioneers open and even Hyperloop. Like I follow all this stuff. But uh-huh. the, the but so future of social media. Ah, let me see. Let me see. Okay, subscription has to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one thing, uh, when Apple introduced iOS, it is iOS 15 or 15, mm-hmm. they had this privacy thing. Mm-hmm. They had this privacy issue where they would ask you not to track. Uh-huh. Yeah. So one thing companies like Facebook and Instagram used to do is they had full access mm-hmm. to your data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they would make money off of it. So the, basically the way the model works is uh, this is your phone. Uh, your phone tracks everything you do. It knows you went, you went to search for this particular product. Yeah. And then it's creating a model about you with all these data points. Uh, and then, and then, so because your phone is tracking you, Facebook is Facebook and Google and all these companies are tracking that information directly. Mm-hmm. And then, so if somebody, if you are searching for, let's say you're searching for, you're searching for drones, mm-hmm. uh, it will track, Facebook will know you are searching for drones. And then there's, uh, let's say somebody somewhere who is selling drones around Kenya uh-huh. and he has paid, you know, to push that to people who are looking for drones. So he has paid Facebook and Facebook will push that content, not to everybody, mm-hmm. specifically to you who is looking for drones. Mm-hmm. So that is how the model usually works. Uh, but now when they introduced iOS 15 and people st- started opting out of being tracked. Mm-hmm. So basically Apple had a wall in between. Mm-hmm. So that now uh, if you paid Facebook mm-hmm. as, as, let's say, a seller for them to push your content, they would they don't have enough data to know who they're pushing that content to. Mm-hmm. So they're probably pushing it to everybody else and then sales started becoming low. So basically what happened is now advertising started, started pulling out of, you know, of selling. So the mm-hmm. model was Ilya and I remember people also saying that, you know, Apple is probably the best company because, you know, now they're taking care of my privacy. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that is that, that is obvious nice. bullshit. Because yeah. now by cutting off directly all these other apps, uh-huh. they can... They, now use your they, data yeah. very well. Yeah, now, now they're making it's money like, off of your data, selling yeah. it to them now exactly. instead of them getting it directly. So with that model has come. So that's why things like Twitter and Facebook, you know, you know as much as... Uh, iPhones account for um, for they count for how many percent of people in the world? They're probably 40. 40. Yeah, around yeah, 40. 40. But you know, most people who use it are from you know 
uh, North America mm-hmm. and all these Europe countries, mm-hmm. which which provide most of the market. So mm-hmm. they have, their purchasing power is bigger uh-huh. the people who use the iPhone. So it has disrupted that particular market so that now they have to opt of these things, paid subscription and mm-hmm. all this, because now the entire model was like, you give us your data and then we give it to you for free. But now that we've been cut off that entire model, mm-hmm. now we can't afford to do that. One of the things brought layoffs and stuff. So now mm-hmm. we have to charge you for this particular service, uh, which it's not fair, but it does make sense. I've been in a company supposed to make money. Mm-hmm. So the future of social media, uh, it's, yeah, I think I think we, we're going to see a lot more paid, paid stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot more, you, we're going to do a lot more uh, you know, so paying for stay. So you know, you know, Instagram and Facebook also yeah. introduced the blue verified, exactly. where you can pay for yeah, verification. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for verification. yeah. So they're going to look for ways to. to and the, the rates to, are almost the same, I think, with Twitter or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Now, Actually, for at least for Instagram, you if you don't want the the verification, you can just leave it like that. But now, mm. if Twitter is removing a, like a key service like two-factor authentication, but is, then is new. It's, it's very. For Twitter with the with the TFA is something useless because for me on Twitter I use the Google Authenticator mm. and the other authenticators which are serve pretty pretty but well. But you know at the, at the same time I'm like currently most people don't even know about two factor authentication. Yeah, people just live like normally and it's 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 us who are like really picky and really want care about security. I'm not saying that they don't care. Maybe it's just that they might not have the information about it, but it's it's not as adopted as you'd think. Mm-hmm. But I think I think I think Google Google has really worked to towards like trying to make sure that people use it. Because I see each each time I try to log in from a different device they have sent me that code. They're very whatever. brutal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like um, PT or something. Yeah, the, uh, so that meme, that meme right. where, mm. where the guy was doing uh, this skit on TikTok, where when you log on to a new device with Google, Google, is this you? Is this, is this you? you? I know, I know, man. <laughs> but anyway, what, what, what I'm thinking from from what Brian is saying is that the way we are going, it's, it's boiling all down to the to the money. It's about the money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there yeah. the, the are more ways they can find to integrate paying into the social into social media and making more money. That that's that's going to be the model, basically. As in, as we as we as we continue, yeah. we'll, 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 it's definitely going yeah. to be about the money because uh, the the entire time before all this privacy stuff, you know, the, all the privacy came about as wokeness. Uh, people going super walk and people are like, no, you're doing this with our data and the, the, the revelation of Cambridge Analytica and all the data points that you have with you. Mm-hmm. So the, the worker will become, it's going to be more strict. EU is restricting everything and stuff. So at that point, the, the businesses are going to decide, no, you're going to have to pay because, you know, the entire premise of, you know, before all this came was the company was like, you know, we are giving it to you for free. But like obviously they were they were harvesting a lot of your data. Yeah. Yeah. You so when, when it was revealed that now this is how much data they have on you and people started, you know, going on, no, that is too much data. So they were like, okay, if you don't want us to take your data, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to pay up. Because like, we're not going mm, to mm, those data centers, <laughs> all those services, all those software engineers. Uh-huh. We are, we, we're not paying them from our own pocket. As, as much pay. as much as they say that work, do you think uh, I'm, I'm I feel like 
take AI right now, AI is a popping like every day, popping out every day. Mm-hmm. So someone has come up with a new thing and people are asking it questions. And this is data being collected. Yes. So I feel like these AI companies might really make a lot of money out of this because they, they can use that data yeah. to sell to people because like you have to log in to like chat GPT with mm. your email address yeah. so they, mm. they can know this is you. So you're, you're, you go and ask, you go and ask uh, chat GPT, uh, how do I build a business of, of how this? How do you boil a baby? <laughs> how, do, yeah, how do you boil a baby? Also, which which you just reminded me, mm. like you see all the tabinator stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> like I believe, if AI, okay, let, let's okay. This this is we were going way into conspiracy theory territory here, but we're going uh-huh. to say it. Uh, people say you know mm, AI will probably you know will overtake us and then probably kill us. But I believe you know AI the the, the entire AI system it's we're generating so much data and then they're feeding that data for you to learn. And then it kind of iterates itself over and learn from us. Mm-hmm. But people talk about, people talk about, humans keep on talking about, will AI kill us? And you know, we're also training AI on that particular data set. So I think uh, in some way, we are, we are giving it the idea. Because if you just shut up and let it do its task, it will just be fed data that it's supposed to do. But now if everybody's talking about, will it kill us? At some point, the AI will start we start picking labels like so kill it's, us, it's, kill us all the time. It's okay. Why yeah, should, should they be doing it? it should kill mm-hmm. these people. <laughs> should they really be doing it? Yeah, probably. Because it's, it's the same way mm. if, say, the, the way we are on set here and you have a kid yeah. and there's a big red button there and they've not seen it, but you've seen it. But <laughs> you tell them, don't, you tell them don't touch the button. Yes. Now you've given them, a, first yeah. of all, their, their attention. They're like, okay, so they, they, there's uh, a red button. That, yeah, that is negative. <laughs> so suddenly negative they become fixated on this thing yes. until finally yes. they touch it. Yeah, I've been telling people, it's negative reinforcement. Yeah. You don't teach somebody something by telling them not to do it. You, you tell your kid, uh, you tell your kid, <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to do this. You don't tell them, I don't want you to do this. Because if you come up, if you if you frame your question like that, they'll be like, but why though? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be like, let me go try it out. Yeah, it's, so, it's like reverse psychology. Yes. Can you can yes. do that? If it was, tell them, I, I don't want you to wash the house. Balance <laughs> <laughs> yours. And they're like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think this whole thing is just big. And we should just let it unfold. But the way we are feeding it information, we should also be like cautious. Yeah, we are curious human beings, so we can't yeah, Human beings that. are... Yeah. Because if you see the kind of questions people are asking AI, yeah. you'd be like, wow. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the people's mind. Like, uh, I told you, like, people, people, the human mind is very, is very weird. Uh, people, people ask things. Like, you remember the, the moderators mm-hmm. uh, on, like, people on social media moderators. Mm-hmm. They, 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 some say when, when they're done with the jobs, they mm. need therapy for almost like 10 years because yeah. the kind of things that they, they see they and they go through and they're curating yeah. data. Yeah. And, and you know, at least they're human beings. Yeah. Uh, this is AI we're giving. This is basically a child who's learning. Yeah. So it probably doesn't know much, you know, what to do. Uh, like, like, oh, there was a time, there was a video I did, I remember. I did a search on Google, but was it monkey carrying a box? Mm-hmm. <laughs> monkey carrying a box uh-huh. and guess what came up what 
it was it was a kid, a black kid carrying a box. What? Um, so yeah, it was Google. So how 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 would that even come? It's it it simply means that wow. there was high linkage to uh, a a black person. So I guess the the the, the phrase monkey was highly linked to a person of color or a black person. So when when you did that to Google and Google tried to sort it out, uh, a monkey carrying a box, obviously Google knows what a box is Mm -hmm. and a monkey is like, it's been feeding all this information, raw data from people around the world. I mean, the truth is, there are people who are racist. It's not, it was a big thing. Mm -hmm. And it's happening and Google is receiving all that data. So sometimes it gets confused and yeah, it was a guy monkey carrying a box. That was just weird. Okay. Now let's turn this turn this down. It's technical so much. Okay. Uh, I I asked, very insightful. Yeah, it's very very insightful. Very mm-hmm. interesting to yeah. hear him. Uh, as a as a content creator in tech, how many times do tech content creators same as you upload you for whatever you're doing? Upload whatever I'm doing. Yeah, like say you're doing a good job. This is this is nice. Continue. Oh, oh, compliments. compliments. Yeah, compliments. Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I get, I get compliments. I, I, I do. I, I get compliments. So and it's, it's one of the creators. things like makes you say, I, I gotta continue doing this because probably there's somebody who actually likes what I'm doing and it's probably helping them. Uh, so personally, like, I find like maybe one you're doing a good job in a week. I'm like, thank you. That that really that's really gave not, me that. That's from other that's content other from co- other oh, content from other content creators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, other content creators who who were. A comment. Yeah, I think I have. Uh-huh. I have another, probably a few. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Not maybe like three, four. I guess. That Can is I, in the same genre as you in tech or just general. Uh, yeah, in tech, in tech. Oh, okay. Who is that? That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, some of my videos that went viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one video that I know like gave me lots of followers was there. There was this video that I did about techno and Infinix. Mm-hmm. Anybody saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a video about I was explaining to people. Uh what which phone lo- there was this phone that launched. What was it? Next to <coughs> it was, it was, it was uh, this techno phone. This year. I, I think it was this year. It, the X2 it was had, it had very... humongous specs. Like they just oh, the X2 came and yeah. slapped yeah, in X2. everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I I thought of doing a video about uh why is this <laughs> why is this why why does Techno just slap all the biggest numbers and then you probably get it for this particular price? So I did I did a video giving an insight into how things are done, how how don't always believe the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, people came and said thank you for for teaching us this because you know most people are not technical. So the marketing gimmick, mm-hmm. you give people the n- biggest numbers. They're like this is the best because uh, like somebody Akiskia, this thing has a has a one or eight megapixel camera. They're like, yes. Like they're, they're like, yes. But probably at that point you realize, you know, when you have a probably one or eight megapixel sensor on like a, a flagship Samsung, uh-huh. it has a processor that is matching it with a good, you know, image processing pipeline uh-huh. to match. Mm-hmm. But when you take a one or eight megapixel sensor and then put it on a mid-range <laughs> device. Yeah. When on a mid-range device that can't handle that because one of the things, you know, uh, transient holdings, the devices, the Infinix usually do, mm-hmm. sometimes they usually, they blatantly like lie. So somebody will give you that big specs, mm-hmm. but ukiangalia kwa the particular, uh, if you look at the chip, mm-hmm. 
the specifications for the image signal processing always part like it can't handle that much mm-hmm. so it's basically there for the marketing uh, but it can't do sometimes it can't even do native 4k you, you realize they do 1080 then they upscale yeah. so they tell you this is 4k mm-hmm. you know you have a camera we under 8 obviously it can do 4k mm-hmm. but your isp can't handle that pipeline so that is one of the video that i did and people are like ah oh, thank you for giving me insight in this and i felt really good because yeah the same way the same way what you're talking about uh Samsung uh-huh. does the same thing. Yeah. The way they they put the numbers high and then you see these numbers because recently I when when the S23 series launched people mm. were like uh I have the 256 gig version. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have the 256 gig version and if I have it if I if I have it uh the the system is taking up a very huge amount of space. And also So you see you buy you you of course you're going to get the phone and you see it's a 256 gig version and you're like ah nice this is going to be good storage for me but when you get the phone you're like you're having like a hundred and something oh, left oh, already okay. and also they don't use the same uh, metrics for the 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 storage they use a different type mm-hmm. so uh, when they say 256 they don't actually mean 256 they mean something like 240 something yeah yes. yeah they're, they're intentionally using different metrics yeah to, yeah yeah to like tick trick you yeah but anyway i have a question for you uh the same you said you had a video go viral mm. so how do you handle this video goes viral and then the next day you post another video and you've already been pumped by that last ah, video I and then <laughs> this video you post tomorrow doesn't do as well oh yeah that is very true uh that is actually a really good question uh, you do this and, video and, and it's yeah. going viral you open your t- your tiktok and it's like a hundred comments and this and you're like whoa by the way it's adrenaline rush mm-hmm. if you didn't know my first video to go viral it was adrenaline quite a what really? okay but in the next video you post uh it's looking at you like this. Mm-hmm. But actually right now I don't know. I, I don't know. I I don't think right now the 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 videos I've been posting for the lately I've not been going viral a lot. The, mm-hmm. They've been very stagnant. So how do I handle it? Uh I basically just chill. I'm like I'm doing this for fun. Whoever sees <laughs> it that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I mean I'm not going because one one of the things I realized that if you drown yourself into the numbers into a lot the numbers. You, you you lose sight of who you are yeah. and that's why you realize mm-hmm. there's some people who started creating content really well mm-hmm. and then at some point you're kind of in a cloud because yeah. you realize you've you've blown up a lot mm-hmm. and then you're now posting the next videos they're not yeah, blowing up so you're you're opting up. to start using mm-hmm. other things to probably attract people mm-hmm. uh by cloud chasing i i don't want to do that i just want to stay true to who i am mm-hmm. whoever finds my content good enough that interact well, if people don't that's also you know good enough for me practically you've answered the next question just stay true to yourself as a as a content creator mm. don't follow the numbers basically and you see this is the reason why we are bringing to you creators who understand tech who understand the the tools that you're using so some, and some insight for those who are wanting to be creators yes I mean, These yeah. are beautiful insights that you people need to need to pick up on and we're calling this a wrap. This is the only tech podcast that is flagship. Like the flagship setting standard. Yeah, we are setting the standard for podcasting in in tech basically. And it's a wrap. Peace.